Good morning, everyone, and I do mean everyone. Welcome to Rewriting America. This is our first podcast, and I would like to thank everybody for watching, listening, and hopefully your input. Our goal is to take everybody's feedback from the topics that we're going to cover and equally each one of these comments and your feedback is going to become part of our foundation. Our mission, what we're trying to do is to create a group designing an updated roadmap based on solutions. Solutions that we can take an America 2.0, if you will, a a reboot with an updated operating system. One of the fundamental things that I keep thinking about, that I keep talking about, and that I'm going to bring up today is, can we agree on one idea at a time? One topic at a time. Before we can even start to break down where we are as a country, as a nation, as a people, the discussion's over. It ends. Everyone has an angle probably myself included. I'm going to try to remain as neutral as I possibly can. But everybody's got an angle. We simply will not agree. It's not that we can't agree, but we stick to our guns. We choose not to. For whatever it is we're afraid to lose, we don't want to be part of, whatever whatever our angle is, but we choose not to. Now, Most importantly, those elected, they choose not to hear the voice of the people, nor act upon its needs selflessly. They get in, they get comfortable, they find the lane, they get taught by the lifers that have been in Congress forever, that have been in city government, mayors, all the way across the board. The system is, it's it's broken. Those elected, they choose not to hear the voice. They don't hear the voice of the people, nor do they act upon its needs selflessly and responsibly. They have an agenda. They have an agenda that's beholden to those that got them elected ultimately. And they keep them in office. Not to those they're sworn to serve. There are exceptions to the rule. There are people who are self-funded. They didn't take a lot of big money. That's not our topic for the day. We need to start off at a, uh, a place that we can build a platform, align all of us, conservatives, independents, Democrats, liberals, Republicans, it doesn't really matter who you are or where you stand, working, corporate, just people with families, normal people trying to make a living, trying to get ahead. So I want to build a platform and align all of us on like-minded, common-sense solutions and issues. I'd be willing to bet if I let my child go over to your house and play with your child, there's something that we could agree on. I'm sure you hopefully would feed them healthy, right? You wouldn't just dump a bag of sugar in a bowl with a spoon or, or that's an extreme, but... I would take care of your kids the same way. And I really don't care where you come from. I didn't ask you when you dropped your kid off to come play with my kids, but I'm going to take care of them like they're my kids. So I want to align on a common cause that will promote 
transparent responsibility for ourselves, for our resources, and for the government. Resources are important. Not all conservatives, you know, don't recycle or don't take care of the environment. Um, I think all of us take our resources uh, very, very seriously. They're very important to us. But it's going to include a zero political bias and a zero tolerance. And only content that's based on discussions that are going to provide solutions. Solutions that are based on fiscal stewardship that were immediately sustainable and that provide growth beyond use, right? So fiscal stewardship, just be responsible, take care of it. Things that are immediately sustainable, not pipe dreams, not billions of dollars in debt, things we can do today, and things that are going to provide growth beyond use, right? I mean, something that that we're not going to churn and burn everything that we get our hands on. We have to be good stewards. So I want to start off with a topic here in a moment, after I take a little break, uh, called Color Gray. Color Gray is really talking about the gray wolf and really what an intelligent creature it is. It works together within its community and really only together do they get what they need, right? I mean, it's the, the basic, most fundamental levels. And, and later on, I'm going to talk about history, where we come from, um, where our habits come from. Well, we're going to go back and we're going to go back to the beginning of the documented time and, and talk about our tribal societies and, and why we are the way we are. Um, but we'll do this when I come back. Stay tuned. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Colored gray is what I want to talk about. And I want to talk about and get down to some root basics here. You might hear me taking off my jacket. I want to get myself comfortable. And I want to talk about nature. You know, I talked a little bit about at the end of the last segment where we uh, developed historically as people. And I want to go down to and talk a little bit about uh, the gray wolf. Really intelligent creature. And they work together to create their community. And only do only together do they get what they need, right? So it's gray color. Let's let's actually uh, code and and let's have that represent a generic individual, not black, white, whatever, brown, purple, whatever. It's just a generic individual. No color, just an individual. And also let's make them genderless. Just an individual, just an equal. The leaders of the pack, they're the most selfless. They have earned those positions of respect. Zero politicals, uh, zero politics or bias. This is going to be our goal as well, okay? That's our first step on the bridge. In our newly founded group, there are no leaders yet. Some of you are going to emerge as those leaders. It just depends on... I guess if I can get, if I can keep you hooked, right? So you guys are going to be the leaders. We are all equals. No one has stepped forward. It's only day one. And again, thanks for participating. Let's go forward. The fundamental goal 
is to build on a conversation together, okay? On the news, everybody has an angle. Everybody's, let's just talk about facts. And, and the more basic and the more simplistic we can keep them, the better off we're going to be. Let's start this conversation. First and foremost, everybody's welcome and encouraged to participate, okay? Your participation, your answers will be an equal part of a final resolution, a roadmap to those solutions that I talked about earlier. So today we're going to go and we're going to talk about truths. It is what it is. We all have to be honest with each other, but let's keep it simple enough and black and white enough that we can keep it that simple. We are who we are. Now, the differences of the gray wolf and the human, right, is our ability to communicate complex ideas and build upon them. Multi-generational. My great-great-grandfather, my great-grandfather, all the way back up to me today, that multi-generational growth of solutions and answers, right, from the first caveman that was like, Oh my God, I, I, I stuck a stick in the fire and now I can bring the fire over to the cave and, and we can figure out how to make fire and all the things that we've, we've brought down through time. All of these solutions and all these answers. Understanding that we're also tribal creatures by nature, right? Banding together for strength. Back in the day, there were elements we needed to band together. Blending these different tribes and cultures is not our focus, but perhaps understanding the roots and the beliefs that we have today, we might understanding, uh, understand them a little bit more objectively if we can understand historically why maybe we have some of the beliefs that we have today. And even though I have some beliefs that are probably not factual, it's something that's been handed down to me through my family, through my friends, through my influences, through college, through the university, through a lot of these different times. So we're going to look at some of these differences, but we're tribal creatures by nature. We come together for strength and we're going to blending these tribes and cultures again is not our focus. So there is a beginning to everything. If our attentions are pure, if we're fair, if we try to be selfless and responsible stewards, the seeds that we all sow together, they're going to produce abundance for every one of us involved. Okay? I want to open up our first discussion. Now remember, as you guys leave comments, be straight and direct and to the point because we have to go through these comments and we have a formula of how we drop these comments and, and how we come out with the most popular ideas or places to go on a roadmap. So keep it straight and to the point. And look, if I see bias and I see name calling, you're just going to be removed from the discussion. And fairly, really fairly, maybe we'll do a warning first or whatever it may be, but really let's keep focused. I don't care if your idea is extreme or out there or nobody agrees with it, that's fine. Let's just be civil about how we go about it. No criticism, stay on topic, please. So I want to start off with what is very important to me, and it's the foundation of long-term assistance. How can I help? How can... How can we help? Whom can we help? So if there was enough money to provide long-term monetary and health care assistance 
to let's say only three segments of the population to start. Who would you help? Who would you help first? And maybe why in that segment? So again, if there was enough money to provide long-term monetary and healthcare assistance to three segments of the population to start, who would you help first? And why would you help them first? So I'm gonna go ahead and my number one is going to be I would help children with disabilities. I would say that would be my number one birth to 18 years and then maybe at some point in time they would roll over to you know we talk about all these healthcare programs or whatever but let's just keep it simple so that that would be my first children with disabilities birth to 18 years number two would be adults with disabilities whatever they may be they need our help and this would be once they turn 18 and up and then my third segment would be senior citizens. They've raised us, right? Um, for me, it's just a natural, they need help. How is someone, if they're blessed to live to 90 years old, how are they going to take care of themselves when their health is failing and all of these things? So I would include the senior citizens. Those would be my top three. Now, why we're going to discuss this minute right after our next break and we'll get into long-term help we'll be right back thanks for staying tuned okay welcome back everybody we're going to make this our final episode of this topic we're going to run into three more questions i do want to open up discussions a little bit on the um, health care i chose children with disabilities adult with disabilities and senior citizens. And I think why I did is long-term help is gonna be needed for these segments entirely. That's never gonna change. They're never gonna get any healthier per se. Children with disabilities, more than likely, they're always gonna have those severe disabilities, whether it be uh, developmental disabilities, autism, or cerebral palsy, or uh, whatever it may be. Um, adults, as they go through, they're going to need assistance uh, in the community, getting jobs, becoming part of that community, all of these different things. Those are all different topics for different reasons right now. We just want to make sure that they have access to doctors and to, to people who care about them. Same thing with senior citizens. Obviously, uh, as we get older, we don't get less, uh, <laughs> less ailments, right? I get a new ailment per day, usually. Um, so that's not going to change there. And these are, that's why I kind of deem these long-term. Um, disabilities and age-related aid, they're going to be an immediate focus. Long-term was kind of a key term in this, you know, in this discussion. Um, so really, let me have your best three. Put them in the comments. And uh, I'll look forward to getting those in. And I want to open up our second discussion. And again... I want to remind everybody, please, no criticism. Let's stay on topic. Resources, right? As we talked a little bit about, you know, who do we cover first and why. Um, but now with our uh, open up question number two, now we have limited resources, right, that are going to fund our communities. For this example, we are going to be speaking of federal tax dollars collected. What are the three most important functions of the federal government and why? 
So we're going to try to get you to give me your three basic things in the most, uh, right? We're all still sitting by the fire, perhaps, uh, as cavemen, as uh, Neanderthal, and we've discovered, you know, we're evolving. But, man, what is really the three most important things uh, that, that we want our group or our federal government to do and why? And I guess number one for me is uh, protected citizens, right, from foreign or domestic threats. As we look at history, uh, everybody wants what their neighbors got. Everybody's uh, the Ottoman Empire. It doesn't really matter what the Roman Empire, um, the most powerful empire that ever walked the planet, the United States probably, when their use of nuclear bombs in World War II, once they had that technology, they could have ramrodded it down everybody's throat and just took over the planet. Possible. Possibility. So all of these things. So I think to just some protection from its, uh, for its citizens from foreign or domestic threats, right? I think the second thing I would probably look at them to do is to fund public facilities, public programs. Now, we're not going to talk about right now this second, maybe what those programs are, but maybe to me, the first three I thought would be um, spending some money to take care of these children with some of these adults and some of our senior citizens. Um, But the other thing that they need to do, and this is the sticking point, right? I mean, the tax collectors for Caesar, for Rome, uh, collecting that revenue, keeping that body pure and not corrupt and not viable, but the taxes that come in and fund all of those programs and making sure that whatever's taken in with taxes, and this is a key point for me, it has a surplus remaining after funding. There can be no deficits. So from right now, unless everybody has a objection to that, I'd like to start our process with a surplus remaining after funding. There can be no deficits unless emergency declaration is passed by 90% of our body. Now, just like our government would be Congress or whatever me, but our group, before we're going to make any deficits or decide to go under, and maybe it is a right decision, right? Maybe the Louisiana Purchase comes our way, something like that. So that's going to be the two topics that I'd like you to sign on. Give me your information. Um, Again, I want three answers for if you could help one segment of our community or uh, uh, you get where I'm going. Long-term monetary and health care assistance to three segments, who would it be? The other questions that we have are what are the roles of the federal government and why, and mine were to protect its citizens from foreign or domestic threats, fund public facilities and programs, collect revenue and taxes, and by the time they're done funding these programs, there needs to be a, rem- a remainder. There can be no deficits. Again, unless for me, unless there's an emergency declaration passed by 90% of Congress. I thank you for tuning in, listening. I, I really look forward to some of your responses. And our next topic will be education, creating a roadmap to the future. We can talk a little bit about it now.
but I want to go through on day two and put some systems into place, right? The systems of how we teach and deliver information, how students learn, and how we can improve upon their retention, and the content they should learn, and how far we advance that knowledge. I think we want to look at today, we want to look at the future, but yeah, we also want to teach them about the evolution of Again, uh, sitting by the campfire, creating the fire. Why is it that we do and how have we created solutions that we have today? But we should be the number one, number one in educating children across the planet. We should lead this. Um, we shouldn't be 26th or whatever number we are on the planet Let's get our act together for our kids. It's not that hard to do. So these are topics we want to talk about. Thanks for tuning in. I'll look forward to your feedback. And uh, hopefully uh, we can get a group of people. Please share this with as many people as you can. Share the answers. Get them to come back and share their answers with us. And we'll uh, actually mention contributors and uh, great ideas that we've liked and things that we've seen. And... Um, I may change all of my answers when I hear some of yours. Thanks for listening. Take care. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Rewriting America. And I do welcome everyone. Thank you for listening and hopefully your eventual input. Everybody's feedback will be equally part of our foundation. Our mission is to create a group that designs an updated roadmap based on solutions. An America 2.0, if you will. A reboot with an updated operating system. Everybody has an opinion, an angle, but I've never witness such an uncivilized demonstration of basic communication between friends even today are no longer friends because we can't bridge a simple conversation and it's mostly political but fundamental things so I want to just keep it simple and for now can we agree on one idea at a time before we can even start to break down where we are as a country, the discussion's over. There's nothing more to talk about. Everybody has an angle. We simply will not agree, probably including myself. And it's not that we can't agree, but we just choose not to. Those elected, the people who we have in office, but those elected, they choose not to hear the voice of the people, nor act upon its needs selflessly, responsibly. Those elected, they choose not to hear the people. It's not that they can't. They don't. They have an agenda as well. They're beholden to the same people that got them elected and keep them in office. Not to us, the one that, that, that casted the ballots. Not to us, the people that pay their salaries. Not to those 
they are sworn to serve. They took an oath. The dirtier they are, the swamp, whatever they want to call it on, on the news or whatever it may be. So I want to set out a goal and I really need your help. But what I want to do is I want to build a platform and I want to align citizens on like-minded common sense solutions, right? So it doesn't matter if you're politically right or left or independent or Democrat or liberal or conservative or Republican or uh, socialist, communist. I really don't care where you come from, but maybe we can build on a few things and align a few common causes that will promote a conversation. I have young kids and we have, you know, play days, right? <laughs> so when I have kids, I, I love them. Come on over, you guys can play here or whatever. But when someone comes through the door, I don't ask their political affiliation. I don't ask their religious affiliation. Um, and the same thing, when I send a kid over, they don't ask me. But I, I would hope that when, I, when my child goes over and plays at another friend's house, that their parents have a, a responsibility. They provide some kind of a transparency. They don't uh, take a, a five-pound bag of sugar out of the cupboard and pour it in a bowl and give them a spoon and say, here you go, here's lunch. You know, healthy alternatives. I would take care of any of the kids that come over to the house, just like they're my own kids. Um, treat them well, healthy, spoil them a little bit, right? They're babies. And although my oldest baby's 14, I guess he's really not a baby, but he's my baby. So, but my young daughter and her little friends, if they want me to go down and get them some, a little bit of candy never hurt anybody, right? But I think I can agree that if I dropped a kid off at a friend's house and that parent was a conservative and I was on the opposite end of the scale, I'm sure that they would take care of the children and love on them just like they were mine. And I, I hope they would at least because that's what we do in our house. So I want to align a common cause, but I want to promote transparent responsibility for ourselves for all of the resources that we have, and for the government, okay? So this is going to include zero political bias, and I'm going to do my best to become a, a total, totally neutral in this, the best that I can, right? Because you have to look at who we are historically, the difference between people and and we're we're thinkers we're problem solvers but that came from generations of passing that from my great great grandfather to my grandfather to my dad to me um things that do you do so we all have predisposed dispositions politically how things get done all the way down to how we do our grocery shopping or whatever my wife and i have totally different ideas on how things should be done or whatever and and we just do them her way and it works out a lot better that way. <laughs> so I want to talk to you guys a little bit about beyond the zero political bias, but solutions. Our solutions should be based upon fiscal stewardship, right? That are immediately sustainable and that provide growth beyond use. So what does that mean? That means that 
we have to have leftovers. Whenever we have a social program, we collect a dollar. We spend no more than 95 cents or whatever that number is, but there's always excess. We don't look at posting deficits and those things. So the topic I want to get onto now is called colored gray. And the reason it's called color gray, because I talk about history and I talk about, um, you know, we're tribal societies, um, you know, histor historically, man always wanted what his neighbors had. Um, it was just a, just different times than we have today, but up through World War II, it was, it was very, very similar. So the color gray, it really talks about the gray wolf. And the reason I want to bring up the gray wolf, it's because it's a very intelligent creature that works together within its community. And really few animals do this. They only together does the gray wolf get what they need. And for our example, and for our conversation, let's assume the gray color is going to represent a generic individual. Not black, not white, not Asian, not Indian, not whatever. Just an individual. And at the same time, let's make this individual genderless. Just an individual. Just an equal. The leaders of the pack are the most selfless. And they have earned those positions of respect. There's zero politics or bias. This is going to be our goal. That is our first step on the bridge. We are going to try to bridge a conversation together as people who have families. We're not going to, not, not as politics, not as citizens, but just on the basic fundamental human level at this point. So that's our goal. We're on the first step of this bridge in our newly founded group. There's no leaders yet. All of the feedback you give me, our leaders are going to kind of float to the top and we'll look to them for guidance and information. So we're all equals. No one has stepped forward as of yet. This is only day one. So the fundamental goal is to build a conversation together. Everyone is welcome and encouraged to participate. Now, the participation and answers will be an equal part of our final resolution. So please keep them simple. We have to go through your responses and we have a way to segment them. And this is how our, our system is going to work. So try to keep them straight to the point. It doesn't matter what they are, how... Uh, how different they may be from somebody else's. What we do want to stop is no name calling. No, let's stick to the topic. Let's not, let's not assume a lot of things that have uh, maybe like for me have been induced through family, friends, parents, educational system, university, all of these things. So create a roadmap to solutions. Everyone's welcome, encouraged to participate. Thank you for listening. Your participation and answers are going to be an equal part of the final resolution. Let's get going. Day one, truths. It is what it is. One of my very favorite sayings. We are who we are. So the differences in the gray wolf 
and us is our ability to communicate complex ideas, right? And then we build upon that complex idea one at a time, one at a time. Some of us figure out these complex ideas faster, or there may be people like Tesla, Einstein, all these geniuses who, who takes one of them, then we can build upon those. But multi-generational growth of solutions and answers. So that's what really differentiates us. We're also a tribal creature by nature. We band together for strength historically. Blending these different tribes and cultures, not in our focus. We're not going to try to to solve the Israeli-Palestine situations. We're not going to to <laughs> solve the Canadian-American issues, you know, whatever it may be. Everybody's got their own deal. What we're going to do is we're going to deal with our own truths, and we have our own beginning, so let's stay on track. And there is a beginning to everything, and if our intentions are pure, if they're fair, if we're selfless, and we're responsible, and we're responsible the seeds that we sow... They're going to produce an an abundance for all of us. All of us that are involved in this project. So I want to open up our first discussion. And again, remember, no criticism. Let's stay on topic. A foundation for long-term assistance. And I think while I went to this topic is how can I help and, and whom can I help? And... So let's say in a perfect society, if there's enough money to provide long-term monetary and healthcare assistance to only three segments of the population to start, who would you help first and why that segment? No, let's not say, oh, uh, females. Okay, there's half this, or more than half the segment, right? Or, or um, anybody born in America. Okay, we just covered, well, or, or whatever it is. It really needs to be a little bit more laser focused. And let me tell you what segment I chose. Number one, a child with disabilities. Children with disabilities birth to 18 years. That was a segment for me. Um, Cerebral palsy, Down syndrome, autism, developmental uh, struggles that they will have will always more than likely be there. So we're going to cover them. And the next segment I'd like to cover would be adults with disabilities, right? What happens to them once they turn 18? But these people will need assistance their whole lives. But I've had an opportunity to work with developmentally disabled children or people with disabilities and getting them integrated into the community, getting them jobs, doing all of those types of things um, from their... their um, the people involved uh, is their healthcare workers and their social workers and all of the, um, you know, my terms may not be up to date or whatever it may be, but they're going to need a lot of help in this process. So number one, children with disabilities, birth to 18 years. Number two is going to be adults with disabilities over 18 years and senior citizens, senior citizens, they're, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm learning day by day. I have more disabilities every day than I did, you know, the day before. So I don't think we're going to get healthier as we get older, right? So senior citizens, 55 and over, let's give them the health care that they need and deserve, okay? So the whys, why long-term help? 
Um, it's going to be needed for their lives, um, disability, disabilities and age-related aid would be my immediate focus. Long-term was a kind of a key point I'd want to put into this question. So um, that is your, our first discussion for the day. That's what I'd really like for you guys to send back those three responses. And then we can build on what we're going to go. And the next thing I'm going to do here is I'm just going to try to get this added to this episode as well as our second session. And actually, you know what we're going to do? They're right. We're going to go, we're going to go ahead and take a break. We're going to go ahead and leave it at this discussion. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Please get back. Do us a favor. Do America a favor. Do our group a favor. Send this out to as many people you know and get them to participate. Let's build a coalition of thousands and thousands of people that turns into millions of people. And we can get some change done at the most fundamental levels. And I want to just thank everybody again for listening. And I will look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Have a great afternoon.